There's a Mayudik Azach in the Holigabal Shemtov. One time after Shachris, in the shul of the Heidegger Shemtov, there were two Yidin that got into a little bit of a fight, a little bit of a argument, disagreement, whatever you want to call it. And it started to get a little bit of a heated argument, so much so that one of them said to the other, I'm going to rip you to shreds. Now, the Balshemtov, the Heidegger Balshemtov was there at the time. He heard what happened. He was very, very shaken. And he wanted to demonstrate to the Olam what exactly that meant and the repercussions. So he did something that I have to admit I don't really understand exactly what he did. Is he took many of his Talmidim and they all linked hands and he made them close their eyes and say certain things. So much so that in the middle of whatever they were doing, all of a sudden they got such a fright they screamed. And they said over afterwards what exactly happened is that they saw in an image one fellow ripping physically the other fellow to shreds. And, and it shook them to the core. And the Alikabal Shantov said to them afterwards, I want to explain something to you. Speech is as such that it actually does so much, not only in this world, but also in the higher realms of the worlds. And we don't understand it, we don't appreciate it, we don't perhaps take it with our severity that it should be. But everything we say can have an effect not only to a physical, emotional person in this world, but also what's going on in the next world as well. And that's why we are working weekly. We started last week a little bit of a Hagdama with Shavavim, the Bris Haloshoin we discussed last week from the Peleoyits and others, how Hoshav it is for a person just to be working a little bit, just to recognize, just to appreciate a bit about the koyach of the pair, of the understanding of how strong his mouth can be, and how it can affect not only himself, but also others. And as we've just demonstrated from the Heiliger Baal Shem Tov, how it can affect in things in the higher world as well. So I'd like to take, as I mentioned to you last week, every week on a Sunday we're going to pick a different sugya, of koyach, of a dibur, of speech. People look at speech and say, oh, you're giving shiru and Lashon Hora. Maybe we'll discuss Lashon Hora because it needs to be discussed, but that will be right at the end. There's a lot to discuss before we get to Shemir Saloshan. Yes, last week we discussed the Indian of speech in general, how Hosh's speech is, how much we have to realize that every, 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 every word that we say, everything that we utter, gets taken away from our calculation of how many words we're allowed to say in this world until a person has to leave the world when he's used up all of his words. That was last week. We spoke about the Koyach of Diva, we said, This week I want to speak about something in the realms that could be Negea, could be not Negea, but as I said, and I've spoken many, many times, even if it's not Negea, it's Kedai to hear about it, Kedai to talk about it, as we always say from Shalom Shadron, when he was one time in Borough Park, and he gave a speech about Shmir Shabbos. And they said, Rebbe, what are you giving a speech about Shmir Shabbos in Borough Park? We're doing okay. And he said, very simple, when, when there's a fire, so when the people come to put out the fire, so they don't just spray with water the house that's on fire, but they spray all the surrounding houses as well. Because things can spread. So therefore it's Kedai for us to mention, even if maybe, perhaps, it's not so Nagea to everyone over here, maybe, but even if it's not, we have to spread the water so that we put out the fire 
everywhere. We said last week from a Yerushalmi, if you remember, the Yerushalmi told us from Shimon by Yechai that if he was by Har Sinai, he would have asked for two mouths. And we said that they answered him back, Rabbi Shimon by Yechai, can you look at the world now that everyone has one, can you imagine what would be with two? So I want to use... I want to use that to understand a little bit of what's going on today. There is something called nivel pe. Something called nivel pe, which means when we use our mouths for the wrong way, and I want to split it up into three categories, which I want to try to get to today. Three separate categories about nivel pe. The Medrash in Vayikar Rabbah Parashach of Dalad Zayin brings down the Pasuk, the famous Pasuk, mm-hmm. which as we most of us understand, it means looking at things that we shouldn't, which we're discussing a little bit at 12.15 with my Sheh. But the idea is, says the Medrash, says the Medrash, when a person speaks with his mouth, things that he shouldn't be saying, which maybe we'll describe in a moment, that is called Nivel Peh, says the Eben Ezra Dvorim, Chav Gimel Pasuk Tesvav, it could be either with Maisa, which Rahman lets know we know what that means, but it can also mean Bedibur as well. And that's what a person has to realize. How careful this is. Says the Gemara Rabbi Sai in Shabbos, Daf Lamad Gimel, Ksubas Daf Ches as well, Rabbi Sai. Scary Gemara, Gemara that I'm sure we've heard before, but it's Kedai to mention at this moment because it spells out the problem. Says the Gemara, Everybody knows what happens after the chasana. Everybody knows what happens when the chasana and kala leave the wedding hall. Says the Gemara. Imagine. We all know what happens, says the Gemara, after the chasana. We don't have to speak it out. Oh, but when a person speaks out something with nivel peh, says the Gemara Chazal, telling us after a guarantee that it could be an exer in Shomayim, that he's going to have 70 years of toiv, of good, of a wonderful life, of peace and tranquility, of parnasat of children, of health, of all the wonderful things that we want in the world and every single one of us wish upon ourselves and on everyone else. It was Xavier Shemaim, he's gonna have 70 years of toiv. Says the Gemara, if you manavel your peh, and you say things, and in Yone, Arias, and Erva, they changed the Xera. 70 years of Xera are gone. From toiv to ra. And then people complain. What's shut in my life? What's happening? Why am I experiencing this? Little do they realize it could be 70 years ago. <laughs> could be 70 years ago, if you hear this from a 70-year-old man, or an 85-year-old man, when he was 15 years old, he said something in his mouth that he shouldn't have said. It was manavalis piv. He said something in Yoni Arias, in Yonim, that he shouldn't be talking about. They changed the whole Xera. The whole life. 70 years of toiv flipped over. 70 years of Ra. Because what? Because he was manavalis piv. Says Chazal, Zu Ervas Dova, Erva in the Peh. There's such a thing called the Erva in the Peh. I don't want to read it to you, but I will read it to you. It's a Sefer Haredim. The Sefer Haredim, you can look it up in Perek Chavdalet, Oismem Tes. 
He talks about what happens to a person that speaks things, and we're discussing over here words. We're not obviously going to say words, but women, body parts, and other things, and descriptions of things that he shouldn't be talking about that should never come out of a bentoya, of a Yiddish mouth, or any mouth for that matter. And he speaks about things like that. Says the Seder Charedim Rabbi said, "This is Al Kabbalah. This is what's going on in Shemayim. In case you're wondering what's happening in Shemayim, Zog the Seder Charedim." When a person speaks Ervas Dava, this is what happens. Shechina mistalekes memenu, the Shechina gets removed from you. Okay? Menadun oisoy b'shomayim, they put you in cheirim in shomayim. Forty malochim. Forty malochim. That you, when you spoke those words of speech, create malochim which are constantly coming to prosecute you all of the time. And for 40 days, your tefillahs are not answered. And in Shomayim, they're calling out, saying, this guy that said that disgusting thing, don't listen to him, don't listen to him, don't listen to him. For 40 days, Rabbi said, how many of us daven? And we daven with kavana. And we want Rabbi Hashem to answer our tefillahs. And we daven for things that we need, and things that we want, and things that will make Yiddishkeit easier and better and everything. And then we complain, saying, what's going on? Why is Rabbi Shem not listening to me? Ah, it must be tefillah doesn't work. It must be tefillah is not good, or Hashem doesn't love me, or I'm not good enough, or whatever it may be. Little did he know, he just said something two days ago that came out of his mouth that he shouldn't have said, and because of that they put him in chayim for 40 days, not answering his tefillahs. Rabbi said, we're dealing with something that's extremely serious. And I'm not saying we're able to flip the switch and just become, okay, that's it, it's over, cold turkey. But to realize the severity... To realize what it's all about. And then people say, Rebbe, what do you want? It just came out. You know, you're on the basketball court, you're on the football field, whatever it may be, and someone steps on your toe and that, ooh, 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 all of a sudden it comes out. And you're like, hello? Oh, it just came out. It just came out. Nothing just comes out unless it's inside you. So if it's inside you, then it comes out in a Hanami. Rabbi said, listen to this lotion of the Mesilis Yisharim. In Perak Yud Aleph. The Messiah Shoham says, a person will say to you, ah, what's the big deal? Speaking badly. Eh, it's not so bad. It's not so bad. It's just, it's just for a person not to get to do Avevis, Avevis. Oh, but the speech itself, eh. As I stick Messiah Shoham, the Ramchal. Zuk the Messiah Shoham, and I quote, Shenivul pehu erva shala dibur mamish. It's the erva of dibur. That means there's an erva of b'maysa, with Rahman and a person doing something that he shouldn't be doing, but I'm even Yavon, we all understand. And there's an error of the pet when we do something we shouldn't do. Gam etsem hadibo hazer, Loshna the Messiah to show him who ha That is the erva. There's a Mordika Maral. The Maral, it's on the Gemorin Subastav, Chesam at base. I'm not going to read you the whole Loshan, but he says, what happens if a person says, you know what? Sometimes I curse, sometimes I say things I shouldn't be talking about. But I say it private. No one hears me. No one hears anything. Says the Maral in Ksubas, I'm quoting the Lashon of Maral. Afilu im ein shemeya odom hu isa. Even if nobody hears you. The fact that you said it, it came out of your mouth, then that's already an isa in that case. Rabbi Sai, the Gemara tells us in Shabbos Lamed Gimel, even if you don't say it, but you listen to somebody else that says it, and you say nothing. Says the Gemara in Shabbos, Rabbi Sai. Oh, this is a harsh one, but what can I, Rabbi, I'm just reading to you Chazal. 
And I'm giving you the Marmokomis specifically that you should know this, Rabbi. So this is not for me. I'm Poshif just giving you some Marmokomis, food for thought, as they say. The Gemara in Shabbos, Taf Lamed Gimel Omed Aleph. The Olamah learning Shabbos. To flip through Rabbi Sai a few minutes, the Lamed Gimel Omed Aleph. Omer Rabbi Barshila Omer of Chista. Call him Manavel Espiv. Anyone that uses words that he shouldn't be using, and we all know what that means. Ma'amikin loy Gehenim. I don't know what that means, but Gehenim is not a place that we want to be in. And definitely the deeper it gets, the harder it is. And says Chazal, when a person's manavel is piv, apart from everything we've said until now, they lower and they lower Gehenim, and he gives rise. And the Gemara says, Rav Nachman by Yitzchak Omer, Af Even if you're listening to somebody else and you are quiet, that's a problem as well. And he brings a posse for that as well, Rabbi Sai. We're dealing with something very, very simple. That's a Shla Kodesh, by the way, in Shara Oisius, Shin Nun, in Shtika, where the Shla Kodesh says, that when a person is quiet and he says nothing, amazing. Shoimea koine. Lashon of the Shlach Kodesh. We know we're learning Hilchas Kiddush now, right? We listen to someone else Kiddush, we're Yaitzah Kiddush. It's as if we said it. Says the Shlach Kodesh, we listen to someone cursing and saying things he shouldn't be saying. We say nothing. So the Heilige Shlach Kodesh, Shoimea koine. It's Gehilu, you said it. We're dealing with something very, very serious. The Gemurring Subas, at the end of Daf Hay, Omar Aleph asks the Kasha, the famous Kasha, why is it that the ear is generally hard, but there's a little earlobe at the bottom that's soft? So the Gemara very simple that if you hear something that you should not be hearing, you have an opportunity to put the ear in, to plug it in. Now he's not saying little mice, that's what a person should do, but the idea is, of course, that you have an opportunity to stop someone else from saying it, stop listening to it, not hearing it, and of course, not being around people that do such things as well, the Chavetz Chaim. In Avas Yisrael, Perik Aleph, Diva Amaskel Vakaasher, says the Chavetz Chaim, Al Yedea Siyas Averis, there's a certain tumor on the Eva. That when a person hears things or speaks things that he shouldn't, the tumor that goes on that Eva prolongs so many terrible things. And then when we daven with that beautiful mouth, as we said last week already, the instrument doesn't play the same music. That knife is not as sharp as it should. I can't cut the, the, the apple, the onion, because it's blunt. It's got, it's, got, it's got mold on it. It's got rust on it. That's what we're doing with our mouths, Rabbi Isai. That's sugi number one. Sugi number one is nibble per mamish, things that we shouldn't be saying. And again, nobody should come over and say, what did you mean, Rabbi? We all know what that means. We all understood exactly the words. But then it goes a stage further. And the stage further is what we call the Gemara Psachim says, Adoba Maguna. Something you shouldn't say. It's not mamish, maybe a curse word. It's not maybe a, a woman body part, but it's, it's something that a person shouldn't say. And the Gemara in Subas, in Psachim Dav Gimel says, the Omer Abishur Ben Levi, Oilam al Yoitzi Odom Doba Maguna Bepiv. Something not nice should never come out of your mouth. Where's the Raya? Says the Gemara in Psachim, very simple. Because the Torah changed the lotion of saying Tomei to Einenu Tahira. Now, there's nothing wrong in saying Tomei if you're trying to demonstrate that we're dealing with a Tomei animal. What's the problem? The animal is Tomei. Mabayat, to say Tomei. Say Tomeya. But no, says the Gemara, the Torah switched it. The Torah switched the words. Instead of saying Tomeya, no, we don't want to say Tomei. Even though nothing wrong with saying Tomei. Ain't it's not, it's not Tahar. So rather the Torah that every single letter, eight letters in the Torah, eight letters in the Torah, says the Gemara, changed. Just not to say the words, Tamea. Rabbi said the Torah can change a lotion. Just not to say something which we don't even understand is so bad. But it's like Tomei, like, uh, you don't want to say that. 
Now, how much more so we have to be careful of our own mouths as well. And of course, the Mishnah and Psachim as well. Orla Yudalad, Gemara asks, why didn't it say Leil? Let's talk about the night of Yudalad, Badikas Chomets. The answer is, because we don't want to say Leil, we want to say night. Night is, eh. We want to say, oh. There's so many examples, Rabbi say to this all of the time. How careful we have to be. There's a Shari Truven, Shar Gimel, Oisrei Shlamad, where he brings Gedele Zor, Menibla Zapeh, one of the most is And the idea is he said that a person has to be careful from everything he says so that he doesn't even come to nibble pe. So we got category number one, which is nibble pe mamish. Category number two is Dover Shaina Maguna. And then we've got as well category number three, Kadish Atsum Habamutalok, which we know the Ramban famously says in Parshus Kadoshim. The Shifroi Shifro also in Parshas Noyach. The idea is not everything that's mutter do we have to say. Aye, it's mutter, it's okay, I'm allowed, I'm saying it in context, whatever. It's written in the Seba, I'm saying it. Not everything that's mutter do we have to say. We have to learn to use our mouths, which are the greatest koyach, as we explained last week. This is what differentiates us and an animal. And if our speech means nothing to us, then we go back to being just like an animal. The Sifri must say, and we'll end with this, one Gavaldiga Marshall. And that is, imagine a family driving up, upstate New York. They're driving up to the Catskills. They're excited. It's going to be a great vacation. They've got the suitcases on the top of the car. The kids are strapped in. They've sorted everything out. Weeks of planning of the food and everything they're going to bring with them. It's Gavaldi. Everyone's strapped in the car. They're going up. They're driving up. I can't remember exactly which road it is that you have to get up there, but the Odom knows what I'm talking about. You're driving up to the Catskills upstate. You're already dreaming vacation. The father's dreaming of his vacation. She's dreaming of her vacation. The kids are excited. They're going to camp. It's going to be Gavaldi. About an hour into the journey, the husband turns to his wife. He says, did we lock the front door? I, I just don't remember. Did we lock the front door? I don't remember. The wife says, I, I, we normally do. I mean, uh, I don't remember seeing you. I was in the car, putting the baby in the car. And I don't remember. Did we lock the... I don't know. So he turns to his oldest son, Yankel. He says, Shiva Bacha, Chashiva Bacha. He says, tell me, did you see me lock the front door? Chashiva Shiva Bacha. Al pi roiv, al pi chazaka. I think l'chayri you did. That's not good enough. Did he lock the front door? The silver's there. There's money. There's jewelry. Hello. He goes by the kids one by one. Did we lock the front door? Nobody knows. He's going mishiga. He's going out of his cane. He doesn't know what to say. He doesn't know what to do. What do we do? I, I don't know. They're going to break in. My becha, the jewelry, the zach. It's too late to turn back. By the time he went through this whole conversation, he was ready, he almost there. He gets there. So he's going to call, right? This is before the cell phones. He's going to call the neighbor. The neighbor doesn't answer. He's schwitzing. He doesn't know what to do. What's happening? Maybe the neighbor's not answering because there's a burglary and the police are there. What's going on? He's got all these imaginations and he's like, the whole thing is right. says, go to sleep. In the morning, they'll be up. We'll figure it out. Don't worry. The posh up the whole night. He can't sleep. He's tossing and turning this, this way, this way. I can't sleep. Did we lock the front door? In the morning, he doesn't shachmas, he goes to guts to Nate's. He doesn't in the morning. He waits until it's a normal hour to call. He calls the neighbor. The neighbor answers, hi, how are you doing? How's the holiday going? So far? Gefelach. Did we lock the front door? So hold on a minute, I'll go check. He goes, check. Yes, you locked the front door. Oh, Baruch Hashem. We locked the front door. If that's what you're careful about, your house and your possessions and your physical products, did you lock the front door of your mouth? Did you make sure your mouth is closed when it's meant to be closed and not say the words that it shouldn't say? <laughs> Next week, Be'ez HaShem will continue with the new sugya.